You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to this episode of Here's Something Good, a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Each day, we aspire to bring you the good news, the silver lining, the glass half full, because there is good happening in the world everywhere, every day. We just need to look for it and share it. Here's something good for today. What if I told you there's an easy, effective, no-cost way to make yourself happier, calmer, and more positive? The tool to accomplish all of these goals? Words. Turns out, words are very powerful. Research shows that every word we hear or say, whether in conversation or in the media, has an effect on our thinking. Words shape our minds, both our conscious and unconscious. The trick is to make sure the words around us focus on the positive rather than the negative. That may seem hard to do right now when we're inundated by fear-inducing news reports 24-7, but it is possible. Today, we'll get some amazing advice from a neuroscientist who will explain how to use the power of words to create a healthier and happier life. To learn how we can take control of the words and images we encounter every day, we talked to neuroscientist Dr. Tara Swart, author of the best-selling book, The Source, The Secrets of the Universe, The Science of the Brain. Here's what Dr. Swart had to say about the power of words to change our lives. So Dr. Swart, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I was actually just this morning reading about uh, the power of positive words and the power of negative words. Do you find that a word as simple as no can actually have an impact on your, on your brain? It's the power of words by choosing your words so carefully so that your brain is only getting exposed to feeling like you at your strongest, you at your most positive, you going out there and getting what you want and not taking no for an answer. The way that your brain operates really governs everything that happens in your life, the way you think, the way you behave, the nature of your relationships, um, and you know what you believe that you can achieve is, is the only limit that, that you have. And so there's something that is underneath that that I think is really important to understand, which is that there's, it's, there's a line in your consciousness where above that line, you're very aware of what you're saying, what's being said to you and the impact that it's having on you. And underneath the line, what I call non-conscious are the beliefs that you have that drive the thoughts in the first place that make you choose the words that you use and act in the way that you act. It's not so much about is yes, a good word or no, a bad word. It's, it's always context specific. Are there techniques that you recommend for filtering what comes in or what doesn't come in? Because obviously we're inundated by technology, by media, by other people's thoughts. Um, how, do you, how do you work on that? Well, I'd start by addressing that sort of last piece that you said, which is that um, myself and a lot of neuroscientists I know are very careful about curating the information that comes into their brain. So in a way, when we talk about even like nutrition, 
um, for the brain, we, we always sort of say that, you know, what you're imbibing is not just what you're eating and drinking. It's also the information that you're allowing to go into your brain. So a lot of neuroscientists that I know do not watch the news or read newspapers, partly because in some countries more than others, they're just full of bad news. So just by nature of reading a newspaper or watching a news show, you're much more likely to be presented with a lot of bad news than good news. I also want to say that, for example, with social media, curating your feed so that, and it depends what, you know, what's kind of right for different people. But we know, for example, that young girls and young women who the number of times that they look at social media during the the day is directly correlated with how likely they are to have a body dysmorphic disorder or or an eating disorder. So if you are looking at unrealistic images of things that you think you should be like, but you can't, it's not a word, it's an image, but that's having a very powerful effect on your subconscious as well. And then the sort of, you know, the the good ways to start cultivating, um, you know, sort of resilience to this are just, you know, I've heard of these things, but gratitude lists. So gratitude lists are, you know, 10 things I'm grateful for, but I always say, try to focus more on internal resources that you have than necessarily all of those external things. When you told me the name of the show, Here's Something Good, I immediately smiled because it's just got such a positive connotation. I mean, it wasn't really a conscious process, but I kind of thought, yes, I want to hear something good and I want to say something so that people who listen to this go away thinking I heard something good. So that's how important words are. What fascinating information. It's incredible to understand the power that words can have on our lives. So here's something good for today. Everything we hear, say, and see has an impact on our thinking. And when we're conscious of this, we can choose what words and images we're letting in. And through that, we can change the way our brains work and feel happier, stronger, and more confident. In today's environment, that might entail going on a media diet. Perhaps we should take a tip from the neuroscientists, as Dr. Swart says, and be more conscious of the news we read and the images we let in. Finally, once we identify the negative things we're letting in, we can replace them with positive affirmations. According to Dr. Swart, they really work. She's a big fan in particular of gratitude lists, listing not just the material things you're grateful for, but the positive qualities that you have, the factors that make you who you are. To learn more about Dr. Swart's work, check out her book, The Source, The Secrets of the Universe, The Science of the Brain. Thank you for listening and please share today's something good with others in your life. This is Kim Azzarelli, co-author of Fast Forward and co-founder of Seneca Women. To learn more about Seneca Women, go to SenecaWomen.com or download the Seneca Women app free in the App Store. Here's Something Good is a production of the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. Have a great day. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check out the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.